Kale and Company, weekday mornings, 6 till 10. Talk Radio 1210 WPHT. Nick Dawn, Greg, Phil, and Anthony, 855-839-1210. That's the phone number. That's how you jump in. Get us on the free Odyssey app on social media at 1210 WPHT. And, of course, watch us on YouTube. To my knowledge, we were able to pull off a lot of the um, theatrics without being flagged. Good job. I guess the bots are sleeping today. Yeah. Well, it's a Monday. Yeah. Bots sleep in sometimes. I guess so. Yeah. They must must have not uh, received the memo because... um, we start at 6 a.m. Well, for, for any of you who don't know what we're talking about, sometimes when we play clips on the YouTube stream, uh, it gets taken down because of copyright issues. Yeah. So. so we got past all of that with and SNL and the uh, award shows. SNL is the biggest one, the award shows as well. So um, we'll see if it rem- remains up all day. I'm mm-hmm. guessing it probably won't. Ah. So uh, if you were thinking about checking out the YouTube stream, you should do it now because I'm guessing it won't be up later. YouTube.com slash at 1210WPHT. Hit the like and subscribe button. All right. Morning mystery movie clip. Uh, in about 18 minutes, a very interesting prize, a prize that we've never had before, which I think some people will really like if uh, you're into a certain phenomenon. We'll get to that coming up at 920. What's on the cut sheet part due today in music history? What's on tap for the Dawn Show and who won Twitter today? But, you know, we're in a day and age financially where you really can't afford to blow any level of money, right? You don't want to waste a dollar, a hundred dollars, a thousand, two hundred and fifty grand or fifty three million, right? So we'll get to uh, this New York City fifty three million dollar program where Eric Adams is rolling out in a couple of minutes where they're going to be handing out prepaid credit cards to migrant families, which is just infuriating on so many levels. But I want to start on the West Coast, uh, the, where, where all the zany, loony, left-wing stuff typically begins, because there is a Bay Area school district that was dealing with uh, issues when it comes to attendance. Dawn just talked about truancy last week, I think, in some context in the news on this show. And they're also dealing with some very, very, uh, very poor uh, testing and scores for grades. So Hayward Elementary School, which was struggling to boost low test scores and dismal student attendance, decided to spend $250,000 in federal money for an organization called Woke Kindergarten. Dead serious. That's the name. Woke Kindergarten. This is not a right-wing talking point. Woke Kindergarten. Destined to fail. Destined to fail. And the goal was to train teachers. Now, keep in mind, the goal of Woke Kindergarten when spending a quarter of a million dollars was to boost testing scores and have their students actually show up to class, which is a really wild phenomenon if you think about it. It's hard to pass a test and pass, you know, go from second grade to third grade if you don't show up for class. You know, you got to be really gifted not to show up and still pass. At least for me. Like I had to be actually be there taking notes and then cramming the night before. But these g- are kindergartners? Like it's Well, I guess this is ki- I, Well, I guess this is kindergarten, yes, because it's called woke kindergarten. But they're going to train teachers on the following issues. How to confront white supremacy. How to disrupt racism. Not get rid of it, just, you know, disrupt it. And the oppression and removal of barriers to learning. So 
We have, and I'm going to guess, and I don't know where Hayward Elementary School is. My guess is it's Oakland, because everything in Oakland is an unmitigated disaster right now. They've actually had to remove ATMs because they're being robbed at such a high rate that banks don't even feel it's worthy of having ATMs on sidewalks anymore, like on the little side of your bank, you know, on the corner of a street or whatever. So this woke kindergarten session uh, trains teachers on the concepts and the curriculum available to use in classrooms with any of the Glassbrook Elementary School's 474 students. So I'm guessing this goes beyond just kindergarten. It's probably like K through four, K through five. The sessions are funded through a federal program meant to help the country's lowest performing schools boost student achievement. But two years into the three-year contract with Woke Kindergarten, a for-profit company, by the way, student uh, student achievement at Glassbrook has fallen prompting some teachers to question whether the money was well spent given the needs of the students who are predominantly low income. Now, that is from the San Francisco Chronicle. Uh, I have another version from OutKick, which will give us the breakdown here of just how bad this program was. Of the 474 students unfortunate enough to be in this silly program, a mere 4% of them are proficient in math. That's that's really like I'm uh, that's like sad. I mean, we're talking about elementary schools and 96 percent of your students are not where they need to be at a functional mathematical level, which, you know, when you're in elementary school, you you learn to count, you add, you subtract, you multiply, you divide. My girls are doing I know they were doing fractions either earlier this fall or late last year in the spring. So that would have been the end of third grade. And now they're in fourth grade. Uh, Only 12 percent are proficient in literacy. Both of those numbers are 4% worse in each category since the prior year. And overall, the school has less kids attending now than before the program was introduced three years ago. According to California's Comprehensive School Improvement List, Glassbrook Elementary is the lowest performing school in the entire state of California. So they wanted to get students' attendance up and boost grades. They went for a profit, a for-profit company called Woke Kindergarten, and they spent a quarter million dollars of federal funding on this program. And the two biggest issues that they had got substantially worse, and all because they wanted to hire a company that is run by social justice warriors. I think I even used run in the right context there. How about that? See, Look at you. See, see, I can do, I can figure this out, yet Glassbrook Elementary can't. Come on, people. It's not that hard. It might take 18 months, but you'll get there. All because they wanted to uproot white supremacy and disrupt racism. Here, here's a wild theory on my part. I don't think racism has anything to do with the fact that you can't count. Somebody is dropping the ball, whether it's the educators, whether it's the parents. I mean, I don't sit here and tell parents how to parent. But you have to be a part of your kid's life for 30 or 45 minutes a night when they have homework, when they bring stuff home. You might need to sign it, review it, send it back. My guess is a lot of these kids, when they leave school, they don't think about school again until they go to school the next day. And that's really sad. It really is. And I was no Rhodes Scholar, but I mean, <laughs> you know, 4%. Shuck. 
4%. I heard that. I heard that shock comment from you, Stenzlin. Oh, come on. That. I heard that. Come on. You cheat that off right, up, I, right up at the know, net. If come I was on. the kind of guy to take offense to things, <laughs> but I don't. You definitely wouldn't take offense to that. Definitely wouldn't. So, uh, this, so I just found this. The woke kindergarten founder. Are you going down this path? No. Okay. I don't know who the founder is. It's a, uh, it's a woman by the name of Ikea Gross. Um, she, 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 uh, she was on, I don't know if this is Instagram or TikTok or something, but she is, uh, she posted a video, I don't know how old this is, of saying that she believes Israel has no right to exist and she had, and she believes the U.S. has no right to exist. So this is <laughs> Ikea Gross, the founder of the Woke Kindergarten, as you said, Nick Kale, who just was recently awarded a $250,000 grant. Uh, these are her views. I Again, I believe this is her. Uh, Phil, if you have it, my friend, go. Yes, everyone, the rumors are true. I am anti-Israel. Uh-oh. I am pro-Palestine. Uh-oh. And I am 100% ten toes down anti-Israel. I believe Israel has no right to exist. Uh-oh. I believe the United States has no right to exist. Uh-oh. I believe every settler colony who has committed genocide against native peoples, against indigenous people, has no right to exist. I believe in a free Palestine from the river to the sea. I believe one day Palestine will be free. Is this news to anybody? White supremacy destroys for the sake of destruction. Ooh, Abolition <laughs> destroys for the sake of creation. Well, kindergarten, we are not the same. I have an unwavering respect for children. Uh-oh. An unwavering love and care and compassion for children. A commitment to children and to their freedom. Program to their worked. learning. To their lives. To sustaining their lives. Y'all are the demons. Y'all are the villains. Uh-oh. We've been trying to end y'all. Get free of y'all. Wow. So, that sounds very insightful. Oh um, your your program has failed categorically across the board. But I love how she says the United States doesn't have a right to exist. So, so this is my stock answer to all of these people that hate America. If you have it so bad here, leave. Just go. Nobody will miss you. Nobody likes you to begin with. You probably have four friends. Go. Go live in the Middle East. You'll be beheaded before you get your feet on the ground. <laughs> Go! Wait, you don't think that this person, I, I believe it's a her, but I don't want to assume anything because I might get charged with a hate crime. <laughs> um, so you're telling me that this person couldn't espouse these views in Palestine? <laughs> no. And when it I say probably Palestine, would not fly. When I say Palestine, I say that tongue-in-cheek. Yes. There's no Palestine. I know. Yeah, in that area of the world... It, it wouldn't fly. And, and yet, so th- this is where we are with our academic system at, at the most grassroots level, a local elementary school that houses 474 students, K through four, K through five, whatever it is. And we're going to take, think about all the good we could do with $250,000 in the Bay Area to possibly uh, educate on a, a real program or clean up streets or whatever. <laughs> And that's what you get for 250 grand. Shafe on the YouTube chat says, hey, fellas, she's single. She'll probably be single her whole life. 
My guess is she'll be a free agent and, on the market for for the foreseeable future. And Shave, you're just assuming uh, that she's into fellas. We right. don't know that. Mm-hmm. She could be that in the ladies. Point. Yeah. Or oh, both. Or, you know, yeah. Oh, my God. So there's one. Now, if you think – it's one thing to blow 250 grand because we've all done that, right? Like, I'm not even, <laughs> I just blew 250000 last week. Yeah. Yeah, it's, just, yeah, it's just a write-off for me. Um, so how about this? New York City, and we mentioned this in the big take this morning, where uh, I was talking about how Joe is losing a lot of the black vote, um, and it's gone, and according to the NBC poll, uh, 59% for Joe Biden in the black vote still support Joe, 41% shifting towards Donald Trump, and a lot of people outraged, including uh, rapper 50 Cent, who had this to say about Eric Adams, saying, Eric Adams, you need to call me. Maybe Donald Trump is the answer. As New York City launches a $53 million program to hand out prepaid credit cards to migrant families. Now, this pilot program that the Eric Adams administration is going to start rolling out very soon was run by the New Jersey company Mobility Capital Finance, which will provide asylum seekers arriving at the Roosevelt Hotel with the city cash to help them buy food. It'll start with a group of 500 migrant families in short-term hotel stays and will replace the current food service that is being offered there because I'm, I'm assuming the last time we talked about one of these stories, they didn't think the food was good enough they had prepackaged sandwiches. They threw it in the trash. They were having benders all night with drugs and alcohol, sex romper rooms spilling out into the hallways of the hotel. Uh, it's amazing. We put up these people, and they get a great short-term life, and it's like, yeah, it's not good enough for us, so we'll just disregard it. Meanwhile, we're kicking out veterans. We're kicking out the homeless. There's a video that went viral over the weekend. I think it's been out for a while, actually, so it's not new. Uh, There was a 95-year-old Korean War veteran that was kicked out of one of the homeless shelters for a migrant. Think, Think about, how about that for a political message? If you're Donald Trump or you're any Republican running against a Democrat at any level in a city or a jurisdiction that displaces homeless veterans for illegal immigrants... I mean, that should be a snapshot photo. That should be a 30-second commercial ad that you run on television. You want to talk about America first versus America last? How can we possibly live in a country? I'm going to go all Michael Rappaport here for a moment. (laughs) Forget, Forget the assaulting police officers with no cash bail. We kick out veterans who served our nation that give us the freedoms that we have for illegal immigrants. People that are coming into the country improperly, and we boot these people out. So this um, story, the cards, which can only be used at bodegas, grocery, uh, grocery stores, supermarkets, and convenience stores. Now, migrants will have to sign an affidavit. This is going to go over really well. Swearing that they will only spend the funds on food and baby supplies, ah, yes. or they'll be kicked out of the program. Mm. So no drugs, no alcohol, no sex. It just has to be simply food for you and baby formula and baby supplies, probably wipes and diapers and the whole bit, or you're kicked out of the program. I'm going to go out on a limb here, Don Stenson, and say they're probably not going to kick too many people out of this program, regardless of whether or not they violate the uh, mm-hmm. restrictions on their spending habits. Yeah, well said. This is, uh, to steal your phrase, it's a sin. It is a sin. $53 million. 
Can you imagine what we could do in New York City with $53 million? Could you imagine what you could do in Philadelphia with $53 million? What you could do in Kensington with $3 million? The amount of money that we waste that comes from taxpayer dollars in this country for 250 grand programs in California that's supposed to fix attendance and grades of an elementary school in a rough area, which fails, and then $53 million for illegal immigrants to come here and get a thousand. I don't know about you, but I'd be willing to bet a good 80 plus percent of our audience could use an extra thousand dollars a month. Yeah. I go, go a long way, right? So for all the recruitment that's needed, that's a great point. Yep. So I figured we would share those two stories with you this morning as we have all of this uh, ridiculous spending that either doesn't work or doesn't go to the right people in this country. Uh, let me grab Barbara here, who is checking in this morning from Green Lane. Barbara, you're on Talk Radio 1210 WPHT. Good morning, Barbara. Good morning. Love your show. Thank you. I'm out walking on this beautiful morning nice. and listening to this last segment makes my blood boil. It is so difficult to get grants. You have to do a lot of research, writing. You need a sponsor. My question is, who is sponsoring this $250,000 grant? This is this is from federal tax dollars. Wow. Yes. That is really disheartening. And this is going, and by the way, Barbara, this goes to a profit organization, not a nonprofit organization, a for-profit organization. That lady that we just played, that Greg played with the audio of, that they are making, they are the ones on the receiving end of these funds. And by the way, it doesn't work. The grades and the attendance have been even lower than they were before spending a quarter million dollars. Well, it's, it's absolutely disheartening to hear this. The federal government is, or federal funds, is sponsoring this. I agree. By the way, I Barbara, you, Barbara, how's the how's the walk how's the walk going right now? You got the ticker up going good. About what, 150 beats a minute? Pretty good. I do as five miles a day. So it's, look at you. No matter what the weather, yeah. So it's gorgeous nice. out today. We finally had sun today. So taking advantage of the 29 degrees out here in Green Lane. Well, there you go. God bless you, Barbara. Five miles a day. That's five more than Stalker does and uh, four more than I do. It's not true. I, you do I how many how many miles do you do today? I don't do them a day. I probably do cardio three to four times a week. Yeah. And I do... What, treadmill, let's, elliptical? Let's see. Yesterday I did the treadmill. I did the treadmill for two and a half miles. Wow. Um, Was that 25, 30 minutes? Yeah, 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 yeah. About thirty minutes. What do you got? The treadmill down in the basement with the man cave. Yep. Yeah. I wonder a, why you don't have to leave your house. There's a nice. room. There's a room down there where we, you know. Yeah. It's like our little gym area. So you're sitting there watching Meet the Press and running on the treadmill. Yeah, I do a lot. Actually, I do. I have a I have a TV there, and uh-huh. I, I do a lot of show prep while I'm, uh, you know, walking. There you go. Or running. Nice work out of you. Yeah. What hey, do you do on the elliptical? Has how long do you do it? Uh, I usually do one to two miles. But I, what I've tried to do is... The, at what speed? Well, the treadmill hurts my knees. So yeah. the treadmill I do at 6.0 for a mile. I get it done about eight and a half to nine minutes. I do a mile. I get off. It's like 130 calories. Yeah. And then I get on the elliptical and try to do one to two miles. But I swear, no matter how hard I pump and what resistance I put on the elliptical, yeah. I don't feel like I get as winded as when I'm on the treadmill. It says yeah. the calories are the same, but I don't feel like I'm sweating <laughs> and breathing as hard on the elliptical. Uh, Dan wants to know if I walk or jog. I, I, I do a really, really, really fast walk. I walk at like 4.2. You put the incline up to like a seven or an eight? I do. Yes. Yeah. Um, and then 
Shelly asks if I yell at the TV. <laughs> <laughs> Holy I crap! I do. <laughs> I would pay to see that. 855-839-1210. All right, we'll get to our morning mystery clip in a moment. Let me grab one last call. I've got uh, Brian here in Haddon Township. Brian, you're on Talk Radio 1210. You go right ahead, sir. Hi, how you doing today? We're doing well, Brian. How are you? Great, great. So I had a question for us Trump voters. I have a flag and the hat and wave it around and wear the hat everywhere. And my wife's a Republican also, but she just doesn't believe in a, a fan of the tr- of Trump. I mean, she'll vote for him, but he's not a fan. Okay. And she tells me, stop waving that flag and that hat. You're not doing anything to help him. What, what are you doing to help him get elected? So I want to know, as a voter, resident, what are some things that we can do to get involved with, to really get in with involved with Trump and get out there and get the vote out there? Try spe- at our local level. Try speaking to to single, no children, female, <laughs> career oriented females. Try try oh, seriously, tr- seriously go find find that twenty eight year old who's a college graduate who's not married, doesn't have kids, that's career oriented, that goes to Starbucks and spends seven dollars and eighty two cents on a cup of coffee. <laughs> that post Roe that post Roe v Wade despises Donald Trump and conservatives and lay out all the bullet points that show advantage Donald Trump. That's what you should do. You might get slapped, yeah. but that's what you should do. So I gotta go to the next town over, over to Haddonfield, where all the, uh, the coffee shops are, and hang out there. And, and, yeah, and with my hat on, set up at <laughs> what? The hat, my, the hat's a triggering point for a lot of the lefties. They see the hat, uh, and they I go get nuts. fist pumps everywhere I go with that hat. They love it. Well, I love the hat, by the way. But you know, it's uh, it's gonna it's gonna turn a lot of people off. But I think if you can, that's a, see, this is the thing, though. This is the tough battle you face, Brian. The moment you say the word Trump, the the brain shuts off for the opposition. Exactly. So. Yeah. Yeah. It might be a losing cause, but never give up the fight, Brian. All right, great. Thank you, guys. Keep up the good work. I love the show. You got it, Brian. There he is, Brian in Haddon Township. Going to head over I, to Haddonfield, the coffee shops. I know you're joking about that, but, but that's the best advice you can give any Trump voter and Trump supporter. What? To win over that, that crowd. That, that's what's going to decide the election. Find every person you possibly can yes. in Pennsylvania. That fits that description yes. and have a conversation with. And make sure you put your football helmet on before you have the conversation <laughs> to avoid a concussion. All right, 922. Let's get to our Monday edition of the Morning Mystery Movie Clip. And now, the Morning Mystery Movie Clip on Kalen Company. Talk Radio 1210 WPHT. There's a family in our driveway. But there's not a family in our driveway. Huh. Who is that? Uh-uh. Oh, it's a family. Child scared of a family? A boogeyman's family. Okay, all right, enough enough of that. Uh-uh. Hey, 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 hey. Uh-uh. What? Zora, give me your phone. I'm not on. Zora! Is there someone outside? It's just a family standing outside. It's probably the neighbors. You're kidding me, Mary. Think you know what it is? Call at 12 at 855-839-1210, and you could win this great prize. Oh, how about this? This was a new one this week. You will get a pair of tickets to the Bucks County Paracon. The Paracon. first, Yeah, the first annual Paranormal Conference. What? On March 9th at the Zlock Performing Arts Center in Bucks County. For tickets and more info, visit bucks.edu slash tickets. 
But right now, if you're caller 12 at 855-839-1210 with the correct answer, you will get a a pair of tickets. So I'm assuming paranormal activity type stuff. Ghosts. Paranormal conference. Or are they the people who can tell the future? Oh, I don't know. I see paranormal and I think of like, you know. Is it like ghosts and like the Ghostbusters? Dawn is paranormal. Don't cross the streams. People who who can tell the future, like fortune tellers. Not necessarily. No. Yeah, paranormal. The, the I paranormal think is, is yeah the the spiritual world. Right? Uh-huh. Yeah. So they maybe could tell the future, or maybe cool. not. Right. I want to go just to interview people. I just want to have one of those people come in and see if my house is haunted with like a spirit from somebody that yeah. died from the f- previous generation. It's yeah. just you know chilling in my basement or mm-hmm. something. Mm-hmm. You know. Anyway. Interesting. Yeah. What cool. a prize. How about that? And Very where's cool. that at? This lock? That's the Zlock, Z-L-O-C-K, great Performing venue. Arts Center. It's a great venue, by the in way. In Bucks County. Yeah. Caller 12, 855-839-1210. We'll come back, get our winner. We'll get to uh, part due of the cut sheet. And also, I have one last story for the day. How a break from alcohol, and I can speak to this, Uh-oh. affects your health and fitness goals. Oh, boy. Yeah. Kale and Company, stay right there. It's Kale and Company On Demand. Talk Radio 1210 WPHT and the free Odyssey app. Good to have all of you in as we head till 10 o'clock this morning. Cut sheet part due coming up in a couple of minutes. Also today in music history, what's on tap for the Dawn Show and who on Twitter today. Also a big three in a matter of moments. But first, we have our winner for our morning mystery movie clip. That is Christina out in Collegeville. Christina, good morning. What movie clip did we just play for you, dear? Good morning. It was Us. That is correct. Us. Yeah. Very simple. Came out five years ago today. And you have uh, won the tickets to the Bucks County Paracon, wow. the first annual paranormal conference, March 9th. So are you into this paranormal type stuff that we're uh, promoting here? My Back when the uh, video stores were like on every corner, the guy in the video store used to call my sister and I the ghoul sisters because we... <laughs> <laughs> We've rented every scary movie in the whole place. Love it. Okay. Love it. Very good. Welcome, Christina. Congratulations. You got the tickets, and we appreciate you listening and certainly for playing. All right. Thank you guys very much. Have a great You're day. Welcome. Thank you. You as well, Christina. Congratulations. Back when they had video stores on the corner. Uh, Remember what days. was it? West Coast video, uh, 48 hours video. Yeah. You had all those generic versions that were trying to compete with Blockbuster. Yeah. West Coast video, forty eight hours. What were some of the other ones? Play it, play it again. Play it again was a was a that was a <laughs> and that was a sports apparel store, no, right? That was that was a record store in Bethlehem. That that's right. That's badly <laughs> I valley knowledge by me. It was very bad. All right, let's get to uh, the nine thirty two. A Don Stenzel and Big Three at nine. It's the Big Three and nine on Kale and Company. Number one, Elon Musk, and since we've talk, been talking about the Grammys today. Who was the guy behind that big lawsuit that triggered Elon Musk? It's a story that's trending now that a lot of people are loving. And it was actually a, a drummer um, who who was from Pennsylvania, actually a drummer in a band who happened to be a shareholder in this case. So a pretty cool school, story if you think about it as far as a Pennsylvania connection. But I thought since we've been doing a Grammy theme, you may enjoy this, that 
Elon Musk recently suffered that huge legal loss we've talked about. This is the one in Delaware, right? In a Delaware court where a judge stripped the Tesla CEO of $56 billion in his pay package, but the company had, the board had voted for this. Mm -hmm. And so there, there's a lot of, you know, a lot going viral about the story. I'm just zooming in on the one Pennsylvania shareholder who was the one who filed this lawsuit in the first place, a drummer in a heavy metal band. Oh, it's Greg Stalker. Right? <laughs> he only owned nine shares of the company. Okay. He fought, He triggered this whole thing. His name is Richard Tornetta. He sued Musk back in 2018, and he claimed that the CEO controlled the approval process and that the Tesla board misled the investors. Oh. And so, you know when you get that thing in the mail if you're a, you know, if you own some stocks, sure. he's got nine. And, you, and what do we know what and, the rate, uh, what the share, each share goes for these days? I'm trying to figure out what the, what his actual compensation oh, that, is worth. That's a great question. All right, Tesla shares are probably pretty, pretty, pretty hefty, I would think. But Tornetta was the drummer for the band Dawn of Correction. Love the name Dawn of Correction. Mm-hmm. That was never the heavy. Heard never heard of them. Or Dawn Hand Control. Yeah. Never heard Never of heard of it? Yeah. All right. Well, heard now you Dawn, have... I've heard of Dawn Dish Soap. A metal, like heavy metal band. Mm. I just thought you'd like it because it was like... So as of uh, 9.33 this morning, Tesla is is uh, is at $183.97. So let's round up and say 184 Okay. So if times you do... Nine. Hang on. 184 about times 9. 1600-ish? 1656 Yeah. $1,600. Yeah. And that guy just cost... The guy, a guy with $1,600 of stock is going to cost Elon Musk $50 billion. It's amazing. As if Elon didn't lose enough on Twitter. What an amazing story. Wow. So he's a guy... He's Tornetta is a musician from, originally from North Wales... Has a degree in industrial design from Philadelphia University. Wow. And ultimately describes himself as a marketer, inventor, custom fabricator, car guy, family man, and a drummer. Mm, cool. So, in any event, he's the guy behind making Elon Musk. Because, you know, a lot of people are like, who, fi- who filed this yeah. thing in the first place? This is where if you're Elon Musk, you pull this guy over to the side and be like, hey, I'm pretty well connected. How do we make this go away? Yeah. <laughs> We are sponsored this morning in our big three by COSA. Number two in our big three sponsored by COSA. Let's talk about Michael Jordan. Like Nick Kale often talks about Michael Jordan because he was somebody who famously said... Republicans buy sneakers too. Yes, sir. And he stayed the hell out of politics. <laughs> he did. But look at what the... These are a collection of sneakers superstar Michael Jordan wore as he and the Chicago Bulls won six NBA championships fetching $8 million at auction. This mm-hmm. is a new record for game-worn sneakers. Stocker had a beautiful pair of um, retros on last week, right? Yeah. they. It's a combination of the uh, Air Jordans and the Bo Jackson, I think, in the late 80s had yeah. those crossovers. I bet you if you put those up on some like resale marketplace, you'd probably get a couple hundred bucks easily for those. Yeah. Well, I'm not going to do that. I'm going to wear them. Yeah. Well, Very I mean, cool. There's a big market for, for these these shoes from the 80s and 90s. I mean, if you get them and you buy them for you know, 150 200 bucks, you put them back up online. I know eBay's not really as much of a thing anymore, but like those types of sites, you could double and triple your money. Full disclosure, I'm a little bit of a sneaker nut sneakerhead yeah i used to be one when i was in college when i worked at Foot Locker, Foot Locker. and they gave us a 30 percent discount now my sneaker buying days are over gotcha yeah. you have two daughters yeah so. by the way can their feet stop growing <laughs> every two weeks they, it's too tight what do you mean it's too tight 
Don't even talk to me. David's now a size 13. Yeah, no, you, you, your, kids, your kid's got the foot the size of Shaq. Yeah. It's like a 13. It's like his toe, his big toe. And I'm like, cut your toenails. Just let's make it, let's make it last till May, shall we? Exactly. <laughs> For crying out loud. Uh, number three. I don't know. Number three. Let's talk about... My computer keeps freezing up, so I apologize. Number three. Uh, I'm going to go to Joe. Should I go to Joe LMB or the World Cup? World I talked Cup. earlier about, okay, World Cup, positive news, FIFA 2026. We've got, this is this is us in the city of brother, brotherly love and beyond. We're going to host a round of 16 contests on July 4th, and that's according to the Philadelphia Union. Very exciting. Six matches during the FIFA World Cup. And then the final is right in our region in New Jersey. So very exciting news for 2026. Yeah, I love how New York City always gets the championship and we get the preliminary stuff. Like, we always have to be second rate to that city. Ridiculous. So we are sponsored by COSA. Have questions about aging? The Delaware County Office of of Services for the Aging, or COSA, C-O-S-A, can point you in the right direction to see how COSA can help you or a loved one visit delcosa.org. COSA is supported by Delaware County Council. Thank you, COSA, for sponsoring our big three. All right, Don, thank you very much. 938 Monday morning as we get to What's on the Cut Sheet Part 2. What's on the Cut Sheet? I do. What's on the Cut Sheet Part 2 sponsored by Tommy D's Home Improvement Center, renovating a kitchen or building one from the ground up. Tommy D's Home Improvement Center is your go-to for quality kitchen cabinets, flooring, and molding at affordable rates. Visit their showroom in Philadelphia or visit their website at TommyD's.com. That's TommyD's.com. Thank you, Tommy D's, for sponsoring the ever-important Monday edition of What's on the Cut Sheet Part 2. Um, let's go to the libs of TikTok, shall we? Or TikTok. Um, this is a racial justice advocate. Advocate. <clears throat> Sorry. Okay, so we have an RJA. <laughs> this is a racial justice advocate that gets invited to speak to white people to explain to them why they're racist and white supremacist. Oh. So it's basically a bunch of white people who feel sad and bad for themselves. Mm-hmm. And uh, bring in a speaker yeah. uh, who's African American to 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 shame them and say thank you, sir. May I have another? Yes. Spank them. The, the, these are the white liberals out there yep. with the BLM signs in their yard that yep. are teaching you that you have white supremacy and you just don't even realize it. Yep. Uh, this is cut two. Phil, go. As a racial justice advocate, I'm often invited to give talks or to do workshops where I talk to white people about race. A big part of my practice is to offer real-life stories, examples, that type of thing, that help white people to be able to identify white supremacy in everyday life. My husband's family is white, and I often use the cultural differences between my family and his family as a way to help white people see their whiteness. There's one example that I use that always gets a ton of pushback. My husband and I were late to our first Thanksgiving with his family. I say late because it started at 12. We got there at 12.10. But whenever we got there at 12.10, everybody was already sat down and eating. I didn't know that. I use this illustration to point out that different cultures have different understandings of time, lateness, and what it means to be polite. Without fail, a white person will push back and say that lateness is impolite. I always use this as a teachable moment. I usually ask a series of pointed questions that challenge their assumptions. Sometimes it takes a lot of work. But by the end, they're able to identify how white cultural dominance works in this one small area of life, which opens the door for them to start peeling the onion. Oh, my God. I I think I was actually peeling the onions in here because I'm starting (laughs) to cry from sitting through that. 
Okay, I love how she said, by the way, in her practice. And her, what, are you, what are you, a doctor? And by the way, uh, if she's going to speak on things, she should probably learn English because uh, sat was not uh, correctly used in that in, in that phrase. But that's, SAT? Yeah, that's yeah. Right. Sat, SAT. Thank you, Don. I, I love how the, she referred to being late as uh, being mad about that is a sign of white supremacy. No, no, no. It's called punctuality. And I am a huge, my wife will tell you this. I, I and I, I I'll tell you where I got this from. Do you remember during the Andy Reid era, the Giants' head coach was Tom Coughlin? Of course, Tom Coughlin lost the locker room because he said being on time is late. You will be early mm-hmm. to team meetings. And I, for my whole life, I swear, if I'm ever late for something, there is an unbelievable, unforeseen reason. Mm-hmm. I am always early. I know I'm going to be at the doctor's office 20 minutes early, and I don't even know why I continue to do it because they will never see you on time. I am, uh, and family functions, holiday gatherings. My sister's the complete opposite. She is always fashionably late. She's she's the twelve fifteen person when we say we're meeting at twelve. Oh, I hate that. And it's just you know, the whole world's on fire. She's like, oh, I've just been so overwhelmed. I'm just like, what are you so overwhelmed with? Like what? Is it, that, is it that difficult to be on time you, for something? Your sister can't defend herself here. Which I like. As somebody who's, I'm never late to my job, I'm always late to functions. Are you really? I am. My, but my, is it on purpose because it's a family thing and you're no, just avoiding it's just, it? It takes me forever to get out of the house sometimes. When, when, I have to, like, when I have to be here for work, I'm never late. But yeah. when it comes to being at a family function or something that I have to be to, I will mm-hmm. always be 10 to 15 minutes late. I, I mean, I am I am petty. I am probably OCD with it. Yep. I mean, it could be something as simple, hey, we're going to meet family for dinner on a Wednesday night, and we have a 6.30 reservation somewhere. And it, it's a five-minute drive, and it's 6.18. And I'm like, would you... And this is what I don't get, is you let people know in advance. Like, I let my kids know. I let my wife know. Okay, we got to be out of... Boom, boom. And the shoes aren't on, the jacket's not on, the hair's still not done, and I'm like, let's go. So you're saying it's not a racial thing, it's no. just a, yeah. It's, I think it's just an obsessive thing, or it's just, you know, good manners to be, uh, you know, punctual. Yeah. Well, you mentioned the football. I know when I used to cover at the Novacare Center of the Philadelphia Eagles during the Andy Reid era, they would get fined. If you're late for your meetings or your workout or anything. Yeah. Those players, all of them across the board, if you're one minute late, it's like a hundred grand. And then for every five minute, I don't know what the rules are now and they don't really report this, but huge because you would be interviewing somebody and they say, I got to go. I got to go because they, 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 they find, they actually find them huge money. Oh, yeah. If they're one, like a nanosecond late. Rightfully so. 855-839-1210. We will come back and find out what's on tap for the Dawn Show today in music history and who won Twitter today. Talk Radio 1210 WPHD. This is the Kale & Company Podcast from Talk Radio 1210 WPHD and on the free Odyssey app. Talk Radio 1210 WPHT. Just about 10 minutes out from the Dawn Show and we find out what she has lined up for the top of the hour. Yeah, there's so much developing today. We'll talk about education, funding in Pennsylvania, all the developing stories of the day. Watching, of course, very carefully Mike Johnson in the House and what's about to happen there with talking about military spending and approvals. Coming up at 10.05, Jennifer Stefano, of course, is going to break down her latest op-ed piece talking about do-nothing Dems in the Pennsylvania House 
holding bipartisan reforms hostage, not good for PA. And then at 11, we'll talk to Julie Bauke, all things consumer and jobs. 11.30, all things Pennsylvania with Anthony Hennon. We're loaded, locked and loaded, a lot breaking, a lot developing. We've got it all coming up. All right, looking forward to that. Also, a uh, shameless plug today for oh, myself. No. Uh, nuke my latest new column uh, dropping on Real Clear Politics. So. Wow. Uh, if you want to see that, I'll tweet awesome. that out later today. I'm, yes. not, I'm not even going to tell you what it's about. You're going to have to go oh. and click. It's the way this works. It's the way I was that. told. I like it's that. real clear P- PA. Yeah, I, forget, the, I forget what their Twitter handle way, is. Way to promote it. Yeah. <laughs> it's, it's in my bio. <laughs> real clear. I'll be tweeting it out. Okay. You know, as Greg knows, I don't go off of social media. I don't go to the internet. I just get everything from social media. <laughs> so it'll be out there on Twitter land. I think it's realclearpolitics.com is my guess, but gotcha. I could be wrong. They're probably mad at me. Anyway, all right, let's get to uh, Today in Music History. What happened on this day in music history? Music history. Today, February 5th, we celebrate the birthdays of Jerry Shirley, the Hubble Pie drummer, and Corey Wells of Three Dog Night. We also sadly lost a drummer for Slaughter, Tim Kelly, in 1998. Notable albums include The Cure's Boys Don't Cry in 80. And Simple Minds Sparkle in the Rain. Also, the Stones played the halftime show in 2006, and we had that wardrobe malfunction in 2004. And also, Johnny Cash actually had a new species of black tarantula named after him in 2016. For Kale and Company, I'm Phil Alquist. Wow, so 18 years ago, the Stones at the Super Bowl. 20 years ago, Timberlake and, uh, what was that, Janet Jackson with yeah. the, uh, the wardrobe yeah. malfunction? Yeah, yeah we got to go back to the old school... Um, performers. I, I don't need today's artists at the Super Bowl. I know Usher's doing it this year. You know, he's kind of out of his prime as well. Mm-hmm. But I like when they go back to the old school. You know, I, I don't need uh, you know Miley Cyrus and all this other nonsense. Okay, old man. Yeah, I like Miley. Give me the Stones. Miley. Give me uh, give me anybody. Led Zeppelin, the Who, all that type of stuff. You They're go trying to get a crowd that they don't already have, dude. <laughs> like it's not for us. It's not for us. I know nothing's for us anymore, is Nothing. it? Super Bowl. Yeah, we're getting old. All right. Let's get to uh, who won Twitter today. Who won Twitter? Who won Twitter sponsored by American Heritage Credit Union. In case you weren't here, in the 9 o'clock hour, a person called in, uh, I believe from Haddonfield, New Jersey, and saying yeah. this. And wear the hat everywhere. And my wife's a Republican also, but she just doesn't believe in a, a fan of the tr- of Trump. I mean, she'll vote for him, but she's not a fan. Okay. And she tells me, stop waving that flag and that hat. You're not doing anything to help him. What are you doing to help him get elected? So I want to know, as a voter, resident, what are some things that we can do to get involved with, to really get in with Obama's Trump and get out there and get the vote out there? So he asked that question. Mm -hmm. Road Warrior wins Twitter. He says, uh, you want to know what to do to get involved as a Trump voter? Correct answer, follow the cats to their owners. I was wondering what was up with the audio turnaround that we just busted out there. You know, That's a nice job out of you. Yeah, it's a nice job out of Phil. He's he he turned that wow. audio around quicker than I could have. So. Okay, nice work, uh, Philip. American Heritage Credit Union at American Heritage Credit Union. Choose the rate that works for you. Select a 13 month IRA certificate at five point two five percent annual percentage yield, or a six month certificate at five percent annual percentage yield. Visit AmericanHeritageCU.org. Federally insured by NCUA. Not a member. Join today.
By the way, Road Warrior is going to trigger a lot of people in our audience with the follow Cats. the cat owner. Yeah, I know. We have a lot of cat owners that listen to Cat and Company. Sid and Sarah Weiss are not going to be happy. I know. It's still funny, though. It's not nice. It's still funny, though. <laughs> All right, everybody, have a great rest of your Monday. Stay tuned. The Dawn Show is coming up next. We are back tomorrow on a Tuesday morning at 6 a.m. Until then, as our fearless commander-in-chief would say. If I were smart, <laughs> I'd say thank you and leave. Start your day with Kale and Company, weekday mornings 6 till 10 on Talk Radio 1210, WPHT, and the free Odyssey app.